0: Alright, I'm here. This is an emergency episode of the Clown Chat Podcast. I'm here because I need a fucking vent. I'm here because some things need to be pointed out, some people need to be called the fuck out, and some things need to be brought to light. Because this is absolutely ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not even going to call it a loss. I'm not even going to refer to it as that. The, the Celtics just had a game fucking stolen from them. It was stolen from them. That's what happened. And I will explain why it was stolen from them. Just a lot of sleazy, dirty shit going on. That is not allowed, but happened and influenced this game. Too much to ignore. I I just have to put my foot down and take a stand here and bring all this to light. So... I'm going to start with the thing that is the most concrete and then go back from there. The the Miami Heat are literally getting away with playing with extra people on the court. They are literally playing with extra players on the court. The last time I checked, basketball is a five-on-five sport. You have five players and on one team and you have five players on the other team. And then you have officials and then you have players on the sideline and they're not allowed to go in the onto the floor and you have coaches on the sideline and all that stuff. You have five players on the floor for each team. Somebody forgot to tell Miami that because... They literally had players that were on the bench, standing near the corner, and going and contesting people's shots. Getting Going on the floor and contesting people's shots. And I, if you check my Twitter timeline, I'm not going to give my handle here just for security's sake, but some of you who are listening probably know my my Twitter account. Like, Go look at it. I have retweeted pictures of this. And instances where this happened. I am not bullshitting. This fucking happened. They are literally being allowed to have their bench, the the players that are on their bench, stand on the floor and contest shots and nothing is being done about it. It's just I'm at a loss for of words, and that's going to lead us into our next point, which is um, we have got to ask who on we, we we the officiating in the NBA is at a crisis point. It is at a crisis point. NBA. Do you, are you trying to become the WWE, or do you want to be a professional basketball league? You are at a crossroads as a league. You need to determine what you want. Do you want to become a bunch of fake bullshit that is pre- predetermined, or do you want to actually let players compete? You need to figure that out. You need to figure that the fuck out. Because... And I, I heard this for a while about, you know, obviously Scott Foster has the reputation and Tony Brothers has the reputation, but I've heard for a while that Zach Zarba over the last little bit has low key become maybe the worst out of all of them under the, under the radar might be the worst out of all of them. Well, that reputation is cemented. Cuz he clearly wanted, man, he wanted that game 7 so badly. Did did he have an agreement with the fucking league that he's going to get half the profits that if he if he manages to force a game 7 with his horrible officiating that he's going to get like half the TV profits or something? Is is there some sort of agreement there? Like investigate that shit because that dude was all about that Game 7 with his calls tonight. It was not... It it was just appalling. It was appalling. I just don't have... I'm having trouble putting this into words. The only thing I can say is... is I feel robbed and and those players should feel robbed. They had something stolen from them tonight. Just, just, just unacceptable officiating. Just unacceptable officiating. You, you are playing one of the most, the most important game of the season. You cannot have officials who are that slanted towards one team, and that are making themselves the story. You better hope that. Boston wins Game 7 NBA. You, you better fucking hope. Because if they don't, you are officially the WWE. You are a league where you predetermine outcomes. It's not about the players competing. It's not about who the best team is. It's you preordaining the outcome of these games. That's what, the, that's what it will become. Those are the stakes. Do you want to be a legitimate sports league or not? You make that decision on Sunday. We will find out on Sunday. So we've covered the players on the sideline cheating. We've covered the officiating being rigged. So what's the next thing we should talk about? Um... Yeah, okay. So and again, those are the things that are that are a little bit more concrete here. I, I think we need to take a look at like what the hell happened? Like somebody needs to investigate the heat organization to see if there's some sort of performance enhancing substances being used. And you probably are listening to this and laughing but this is not a laughing matter like this is not shit that happens right like if you've got dudes that are on hamstring injuries that are so bad they're bricking everything if you've got dudes who are you know if you've got a a, if you've got a, a star player who's got a busted knee and is really struggling and you've got If you've just got all of these injuries, right? And then in one game, all of them just magically get better. When there's only one day off in between the games. And they just magically get better. And they all shoot the game of their life. Just the shot variance. Oh my god. Like, Steph Curry probably you know, would have trouble hitting some of those shots. Like, like, this is not shit that happens, right? This is not shit that happens. Like, with what happened to James Harden last year in the second round, right? Like, he hurt his hamstring, yeah eventually he was able to come back and he but he was like severely limited clearly and i mean he didn't get to a point at all where he was um where he was really that impactful like if if one of them had really had gotten over their thing like you could explain it. But the fact that like, all of their injured players just magically all of a sudden looked 100%. Some hard questions need to be asked and some investigating needs to be done. Somebody needs to get to the bottom of this. Because something else was at play there. It can't have ha- just happened. They, they need to look into what, has ha- what happened between Game 5 and Game 6. If those players were given any sort of, of performance-enhancing thing, that needs to be looked into because I think that's a very fair question to ask. So, what would the next thing be? Um, yeah, um... So, I would just like to tell Draymond Green to go fuck himself. Um, apparently, that was a thing, too. Where, like, Dr- it wasn't even coming from our team. And Draymond literally said last night, Oh, I think we're playing this other-. and And it's like... It was something we were all saying. And I'll get I'll get to how I still feel about that. But it was something we were all saying. But the fact that Draymond said it, like, you're an NBA player, dude. Like They took it as bulletin board material, apparently. Like, it's pretty bullshit that somebody who's not even on our team is like, you know feeding bulletin board material all of a sudden. So I just want to tell Draymond to go fuck himself. Like that's out of line. Like let let fans and media or whoever handle that stuff like nah. That's that ain't cool. So now that we've gotten that out of the way and that needed to be said, because I... I had to restrain myself from, from breaking something after that. I, the, the anger was just so extreme. Like, something needed to be hurt and destroyed and everything else. Like... Luckily, I just grabbed a pillow, but something needed to be thrown- just thrown on the floor. Like... I- just, ugh. Like, to have that big of a game... ...and to have it stolen from you because the other team breaks the rules. And, there, and and because the officiating side is is slanted towards the other team, like it, you, you just can't accept it. You just can't accept it. And and we're not even at game seven. If game seven does not go well, then this this will leave a scar that will not heal for a very 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 long time. Years, years. We're talking years here. A lot of things will fundamentally be altered if that were to come to pass. There would be a lot of change. And it wouldn't be good change, but it would be necessary change in that situation. So Look, I, I I do think they're gonna win the Celtics will win game seven and this will be a footnote. And maybe I'm just saying that because the alternative is just so unacceptable that I'm just refusing to believe it's even a possibility. The alternative would be such a cataclysmic disaster that I can't say anything else. It's just it just is not an accept the only acceptable outcome is for the Celtics to win the game on Sunday. That's the only acceptable outcome here. Any other outcome is a cataclysmic just earth-shattering disaster. But I do think they're going to win, and I'll tell you why. Number one, Celtics are... They have not lost back-to-back games. The only time they've lost back-to-back games since early January was a game in March where they rested for their starters. Otherwise, they don't lose back-to-back games. Number two, they actually have a better... I know the game is on the road, but they've actually been better on the road in the playoffs than at home, which is a little bit weird, but they are six and two on the road in the playoffs. And they are, let me calculate, home. They're five and four at home. So six and two on the road, five and four at home. So, they've actually been better on the road. As weird as that is. It's clearly a team that is not bothered by... Needing to to play on the road. But, road game sevens are... A different beast. But, given that record, you would have to like the Celtics chances there. So those two things I think favor the Celtics. Number three, the Celtics are the better team. Miami's wins this series. Let's go over them. Game one, Celtics are down two starters. And they, uh, and they had a really rough scheduling thing, you know, having to to, to play that game two days after the game set against Milwaukee. That was a rough spot. Without two starters, so it was pretty clear that the Celtics were going to lose that game. Game three Celtics play just Tatum has a horrible game, they get really sloppy with turnovers, they just play horribly. And then game six tonight is, um, was the league, um. The NBA and the officiating forcing a Game 7. And the Celtics were not able to overcome that. So... That is a thing. When the Celtics play their game, they win. When the Celtics play their game, or or let me correct that. When the Celtics play their game and the officiating does not steal the game from them, they win. And you can't look at free throw disparity either because the Celtics are a much more... I've read stats where, where Miami fouls is among the league leader in fouling and has been all season, so that's just kind of how it goes, like, um, or how it's supposed to go. Um, so, the, I mean, the Celtics are just the better team at the end of the day, and, and you would expect that to show. Um, you would expect that to show on Sunday. So, um, and then just, again, the, uh, I mean, if it, I'll say this, if, if they shoot that, if, if Miami shoots that well again, they definitely investigate them, because that is not the team they are. That is not the team they are. They are not, especially... What due to or as hurt as they are, that is not what they are as a team. That's just not. It's just a crazy outlier. And you have to question what precipitated that and and the legitimacy of it and whether it violated any anything. But you would have to assume that is not going to happen again. So, I'm trying to think as we go here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you looked at the, at the at the way the game played out, so much went Miami's way, particularly with the... Um, I mean, if the game were officiated properly, the Celtics would have punched their ticket to the finals already. Let, let's make that clear. Um, and there are a lot of other factors, too. Um you know I, th- I i i don't i'm not here to say the celtics played i think they played well enough to win i don't think they played well enough to blow out miami like they have over the last couple of games and game 2 as well i don't think they played well enough to blow out miami um But, uh, like, like, they still have a lot of areas where they could have improved from tonight. Whereas Miami, hard to see where they could have improved from tonight. And it was still a single-digit game with the refs firmly on their side. To the point where it influenced the game. So, you would have to look at all that and look at, uh, look, you know, look at the Celtics to, to, to win on today if the celtics don't win on sunday then somebody's going to have to have some very hard answer some very hard questions whether it's the team themselves for what would become a failed season or the league from what they've done to influence this result and it's just weird too why would the league, you know, I get that they probably, I get that, you know, they obviously want the game seven, but why would they want Miami in the to have a chance at the finals? Miami's a boring team. They're a boring, unlikable team. I mean... If I were them, you know, I'd be locking, you know, well, number one, I'd stay out of it. But if I were the league, I'd be rooting, you know, to make sure that that Celtics Warriors matchup gets locked up. But obviously, they feel differently. That's that is clear. So, some very hard questions are going to have to be answered if that comes to pass. Um, It just won't be something that can be accepted. It it just won't be something that, you know, whatever caused it, whether it's, you know, uh, it will be officiating at the end of the day because of what happened tonight. It will be officiating at the end of the day, but at the same time, the team is going to have to, play the game 7 and it would be fair to question them. If the game is, is called fairly and they lose on Sunday, that would be fair to question. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And, and, and I'll tell you the, the thing that really bothers me is, is as much as anything is the fact that the rest actions tonight are just going to give Golden State all of that extra rest time. All of that extra rest time. So It's not that the Celtics can't win this series, it's that at some point it's going to take a major hit to their chances to be Golden State, which I thought were quite good, and I still think are decent, pretty decent, but like, you know, it's going to be a lot harder now. They've made it harder on them. The, um, The refs have made it harder on them. And I guess they, I started to say they made it harder on themselves. I mean, I guess they, you know, they they could have played, you know, a a game that would have been good enough to win by 20 or 30 instead of a game that would have been good enough to win by 5 or 10. And they made it harder on themselves that way, you know. I don't know. I mean... But uh, yeah, I I don't know what else I have to say. I, I'm just a very angry. Um, on behalf of the the Celtics, I'm just very angry right now. Um, I feel that they really had an opportunity shamelessly stolen from them. Um, and some things are going to have to change real fast. Um, there are some things with the league that are at a crisis point, and we're at the point where they need to be fixed. So, um, that's all I got. Thanks. Thanks for listening to my rant. It's probably going to be really, really, you know, not the best product is a, is a podcast, but it is what it is. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but well, what this was as a podcast is sure as hell better than that uh than that game was officiated that's all i have to say so all right bye